This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. For this edition of Americana Music Profiles, we're going to do something a little different. My guest is Ted Swartzball, who, along with his wife, Carrie, owns the company Tarpestry. The short of it is... Tarpestry is a waterproof ground covering that's perfect for festivals and other outdoor events. Join me now as Ted and I have a conversation about the history of tarpestry and how you can get your own unique, personal, waterproof ground blanket. Hi, Ted. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, how's it going, Greg? Good. So we're going to do something a little different today. Normally, we're more often than not talking to artists about their music, but Ted and I bumped into each other uh several years ago, and, and uh, they've created a really unique product that, that goes hand-in-hand hand with with festivals and, and music and, and um, the way you get to enjoy music. So uh, it seemed like a really neat thing to sit down and, and talk to Ted about their product called Tarpestry, which if you can't derive from the name, it's uh, tarp combined with tapestry to create a really neat ground covering. So, Ted, if you can give me, uh, obviously that's a very uh, brief explanation of what you guys are up to, but uh, tell me about the product and then we're going to back up a little bit and, and kind of learn about the history. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so basically you you hit, hit the head on the nail. Um, you know, it's a basically a glorified uh, outdoor blanket. Um, we designed it uh, with functionality and, you know, um, artistic, um, you know, virtue involved. So basically it's it's made out of a polyester backing that's water repellent, um, super durable. We did a bunch of tests to make sure that it was, you know, dance worthy. Um, and then on top oh, of that, cool. we, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we, we've picked or meet different artists out on the road and stuff and, and we'll uh, collaborate with those different artists sometimes uh, there is a collection of artwork that we also can just pick from as well for our different designs so the top side is a 
aesthetic patterned, you know, piece of art where yeah. it can also be used in front of your campsite or, you know, obviously to sit on at the concert. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Well, I, I remember the first time that I saw it, um, my wife and I were at Merlefest and there was a couple in front of us that uh, had this really we had our flannel blanket laid out on the ground and um it had um i believe it had rained or was it was looking like it was going to rain and uh there was a couple in front of us that had this really cool uh tapestry looking thing laid out on the ground in front of us and my wife and I were kind of like we need one of those we need one of those and uh so we we struck up a conversation with them and uh he went into this really cool pitch about the product and and um it turns out uh, if I think I've got the connection correct it was your dad and because uh, okay. we asked him about the product and he goes well I'm kind of biased he said I actually didn't pay for it my son owns the company <laughs> so uh, but it really uh it was very striking and it was very um, and and of course he he shared with us you know it rained earlier we just picked it up off the ground and wrapped it around us and so it serves all these kind of unique purposes so you know you you go to these events or you go to the beach or you go to the mountains and you you, you know we all think about throwing a a blanket or something out on the, on the ground but this is obviously as you said a whole lot more thought put in it into it than that um give me the 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 story uh how this came to be in the first place yeah well that's it's just kind of it's a fun story um so Carrie and I, after college, moved to my wife, Carrie and I, um, we moved to Denver, Colorado, and just kind of had some um, you know, service industry jobs. Uh, ended up, both of us ended up working for a screen print company. The owner, you know, printed T-shirts, but also mm-hmm. like rock concert posters, and so we started doing festivals with the T-shirts. Okay, um, and so we're kind of on the circuit and. Uh, Carrie's stepdad actually was at one of the events, and it rained, of course, as it does at festivals. And then he came over to our booth just to get dry, and he had his soggy blanket and just kind of ran this. It was kind of rambling, but he just ran this pitch of, you know, well, this would be a cool product. It would be helpful at festivals of a water pellet blanket. And, yeah. You know, it's just kind of a, pass, a passing thing where we're like, oh, yeah, it would be. Um so then we were packing up that festival, and, um, you know, with the T-shirts, we had tapestries to make the booth look nice, and we used tarps for rain, obviously. So we had the stacks of tarps and then the stacks of tapestries sitting next to each other, and it was just one of those, like, light bulb moments. Yeah, of, like, yeah. I think, I think these could actually, this there's something here. Um so yeah, I mean the the t-shirt company ended up not working out at the end of the year, and um, just we we just wanted to really see if we could make it happen. And um, I, I think the funniest part was that we took a blue tarp and a tapestry, and we uh, the original one we used those like uh, the hammer-on snaps. Oh right, okay. So we literally snapped the tapestry to the tarp, and it was kind of like ta-da, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I, obviously, the the uh, the product that you guys have out there now is um, very high quality. Uh, you know, it's it's obviously not uh, two pieces of material snapped together. Uh, how did yeah, you right. get? How did you get from that to to the the piece that you have now? Yeah. Um, so after that, we realized that was not really going to obviously 
cut mustard. So uh, I ended up actually taking a sewing class, um, and we sewed up like two or three on our own with just some. We didn't know about the fabric industry at that at that point right. too well, um, and so we had those. It was I was you know. A, a rookie sewer, so it came out all crooked, and the fabrics that we were using weren't really great. So we just kind of fished around and called um, a couple different manufacturers just to see if they'd be interested in putting, making a prototype for us, and um, learned about you know the millions of different kinds of fabrics for that are water repellent. <laughs> um, tested a bunch of them, and and we found a, a sewer or manufacturer in in Denver, Colorado, that was willing to put a few together for us um and yeah we just we our, our goal was to really make it like a tarp so you could right. use it like a tarp so the grommet rings were essential right from the get-go okay um uh, it has a pocket on it now um and i think that may have been added after the first batch um and so yeah it was just uh kind of a very hands-on learning experience about fabrics, about, you know, yeah, interactions with the artists and, and just kind of the whole nine. Um, the manufacturing was all new to us, too. So, so, so were you guys uh, trying to hold down day jobs while you're, while you're building these prototypes and getting the company off the ground? Um, well, we basically, at that point, um, we had... We kind of resorted to part-time jobs as opposed to full-time jobs, okay. um, and yeah, so we we went in full force with trying to focus our energy just on carpentry. But you know, we had food industry experience, so we picked up a couple shifts there. Um, you know, there were some other things that had had the screen printing experience, so I was able to do a little bit there. I ended up actually even um, doing being a coach for gymnastics. Uh, oh, cool! For okay, about six to eight months as well. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. But, Which um, is back yeah. to your roots. We we were talking about that offline, and you actually went to school for gymnastics, right? Right. That's yeah. Right, yeah. 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 That's cool. So interesting. Yeah. So it wasn't. You know, we definitely had to work our way to where we are, and you know that included doing part time stuff, uh, primarily in the off season. You know, in the winter, sure. fall, winter. Months. Um just to kind of keep things going, keep things floating. So, yeah. At some point here, not too long ago, you guys decided to make the make the move and and come back closer to to your roots in North Carolina and and, and leave the Colorado scene behind. That's right. Um, yeah, it was a definitely a tough move. We didn't know, you know, if it was the right thing to do or not. But um, you know, being closer to family and just this, the East Coast, you know, has a nice culture and everything else and it just yeah we just decided it was the right thing to do you mentioned a couple minutes ago um collaborating with artists um you've got some really cool designs and and um so i'm i'm presuming that that most of your um most of the product is is paired with uh, an artist's design of, of some sort what is the process how long does it take from hey, we like that design. You know, can we can we get that onto a tapestry for you? What what? How long does that take? What what from conception to to product? Um. So um. 
that one's interesting because a lot of times it depends on on the artist. Um, you know, some artists, uh, a lot of artists, I guess, will work directly with us and are, you know, um, it's a pretty easy approach. Uh, a couple I've just honestly contacted through uh, Facebook, like, you know, just at, hey, General, hey, saw you at this event, really like your yeah. art, wondering if you'd yeah. be interested in the collaboration. And, you know, artists, they've been pretty receptive. There have been a couple artists that, you know, uh, they have more of a team or a management kind of staff. Um, and so, yeah, there have been, there've been a couple instances where it took a little bit longer. There was more paperwork or more, uh, you know, uh, working out agreements and detail and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I would say, you know, maybe from beginning of contact, depending on the artist, it could take, you know, two, three, even four months sometimes. Okay. And, um, and I, I presume that you have to um, print more than one um, piece of material to, to, to work with, right? Do you, do you contract a certain number of, of pieces? Right, yeah, so we do. Uh, we typically do, um, our minimum runs are 24 pieces. Okay. And also we do, like, most of the time we do limited edition runs, so um, it kind of gives the authenticity of, yeah. you know, those designs and uh, the uniqueness and all that. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Do you have different different sizes, different uh, thicknesses? Is it one, one size fits all kind of thing, or do you have some flexibility in what you've put together? Yeah, we have a we have a little flexibility. We have our standard, you know, size and material that we prefer to use. Um, we do have a few different styles. So we have one that we use outdoor fabric on the top. Um, we have a style in which we use a cotton top, and then more with the artist editions, it's kind of a, a synthetic blend of, of materials to make that fabric. Um, and the, and it's just based on basically what the printing capabilities are. So there are are some different feels to it. Um, they've all they've all held up really well. Um, obviously, the ones with water pellet top and bottom have a have a little bit of a, a thicker edgier feel uh-huh. to it. Yeah. Um, Outside of the the festival realm, are you finding uh, folks in other different um, uh, other different areas of of use? Uh, uh, finding this as a as a useful product, also. Um, for sure, yeah, we've um, you know we've from the beginning we've we've been open and interested in kind of interacting with any community and all communities that are you know have interest. We um, I think you know just the outdoor community in general, not, not necessarily festival, but um, you know your your day campers or hikers or even kayakers and rafters and stuff like that. Um, have definitely used them. I know I use them, and I have friends that use them for you know, snowboarding, skiing, and stuff. It's, it's good to put your boots, your wet boots, on it in the car, do a boot change. So there are different avenues or different different groups of people, and um, I think also like kind of the the outdoor sports community has started to kind of take notice too. So whether it's like a, a little league baseball. Oh, sure, yeah. Or like soccer community and stuff like that. That's kind of 
starting to people are starting to take notice in those realms too. I, I guess it could be uh, even be used as a makeshift shelter at times. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has has <laughs> done that a few times for us. I yeah. know, and then I've it's kind of fun working in the booth, and and customers will come up and just tell us these stories about how in a pinch it saved them, you know, as a shelter, protected their bike or something in a storm, or um, yeah, it's kind of. Kind of all sorts of fun yeah. stories like that. Yeah, that's cool. So if um, uh, if folks want to get in touch, they want to uh, um, they want to see the product. Do you have a list of where you guys are going to be? You know, this this season, uh, festival wise. Obviously, there's a website we can share. What's the best way for people to get a chance to 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 hold it, feel it, experience it, and and talk to you about purchasing one for themselves? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, obviously the, we do have the website for, you know, the visual. Um, and on the website we do have our uh, our travel schedule, and we keep it up to date uh, based on, you know, our acceptance to the different events. So we, we won't post it until we're accepted. But, um, yeah, so events, uh, we try, the furthest west we'll go is to Colorado. Um, we do a lot of East Coast events, North Carolina, Virginia, um, sometimes in New York and Florida. Um, so those festivals are the best place to get a hands-on experience. Um, we are based in Boone, North Carolina, so and you know we would be open to meet in this area. I know it's kind of remote for most people. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, we're, we there's a few stores that carry them. Um, we're we're kind of reworking our, our marketing on, in that direction, and so hopefully they'll they'll be more in the future. Yeah. Okay. Do you do custom orders? We definitely do custom orders. So um, we can do custom orders for, you know, a graduation if you want to do the photo for your graduation uh, or for your kid's graduation or something. Um, but we can also do custom orders for businesses or um, corporations or bands and festivals and stuff like that, too. Okay. Um, so, so those are more of the larger custom orders, and but we can do singles as well. Okay. So, in theory, I could I could send you a a picture or a logo or a picture somewhere that I I photographed, and and you can turn that into a tapestry for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you guys print those yourself and then have them produced, or or do you have a manufacturer that puts that stuff together for you? Um, well, we have a printer. Um, as well, um, we have a few different printers, but yeah, we have a printer that does specifically the the, uh, the high resolution images like that, yeah. and we we take that to our uh, manufacturer for the the final production. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us tell us the website, phone number, how people can reach out. Yeah, so the website is tarpestry dot com, um, and the phone number is. Three three six six eight seven five six three eight. Um, yeah, the website is the best place to check everything out. We do uh, have our social media stuff going, so we, we're on Instagram as Tarpestry, and we're on Facebook as Tarpestry. And um, I've even set up on Facebook. I set up a little group called Team Tarpestry. So okay. if you're a Tarpestry owner. Yeah, and you go to that. Um, sometimes we'll do promos. Sometimes um, it's just a good way to connect. So if, if you know there's 
you can just reach out if you're going to an event or festival. You can reach out and say, hey, is anybody else that has a tarpentry gun? And, you know, yeah. you can maybe form a tarpentry campsite or something yeah, along those that's lines. that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ted. I appreciate it. This has been interesting to uh, learn more about what you guys are up to, and we certainly wish you the best and uh, look forward to seeing you at a festival out here real soon. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you, Greg, and happy to happy to be here and talk with you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.